0: Alright, as we said earlier on that uh, it looks like social media is changing the way that uh, sports stars, clubs, as well as fans are interacting with each other. Well, from anything, like from live tweeting games, creating uh, snarky memes, cheerleading from the web space, spectators no longer simply just watching sport for fun. uh, But uh, proving that social media once again and sport are a match made in heaven. And that's why tonight we decided to host uh, Mario Leo, uh, who's one of the best analysts in sports digital as well as social media. Uh, his company, Results Sports, uh, works with many of the biggest football clubs in the world, crunching crucial numbers and a whole lot more. This man just landed this morning from Germany. I'm not sure how he's still standing and still awake right now. Uh, do interact with us. If this is your space and you're listening to the show, hit us up on our WhatsApp voice note 60 2250 Any question that you want to pose uh, to Mario, feel more than free to do that. I just think we're in an exciting time, an exciting era. Mario, good to see you. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Robert, for having me. It's such a privilege and such a pleasure, a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh man, what brings you firstly to to South Africa?
1: Well, it's it's. I mean, I have a huge passion for Africa, yeah. uh, and ultimately, my goal is that African football uh, and African sports do, do not fall behind in the digital era, because digital, as you mentioned, and social media especially, is changing the way fans consume sports. Is 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 It's the life engagement of of Mm -hmm. everything and basically that's what brings me here and that's uh, we're going to discuss in the next few minutes. But for Africa, where do we feature though? Because I mean, you you see
0: so much interactivity globally and I look at trends, you know, last night for example, Champions League happens, I think you were still flying then, and every single one of the trends has got to do with the Champions League. Is that
1: influenced by what? Just what's happening on the continent or what's happening globally? It's the power of sports. Yes. It's, it's okay. what's happening globally. Um, and, and sports has the uniqueness because it, it gathers emotions. It gathers the passion right. of many sports. And therefore, is such an attractive medium. Um, and it's far beyond everything else. I mean, just the music industry is probably taken as much as 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 privilege or or as social media power as there is but but sports is really uniquely positioned and the football because of the media broadcast because of its global reach especially with the champions league they are so outgoing and therefore everybody wants to get engaged into the conversation who's getting left behind that's my biggest question at the moment in time, because social media is not that old anymore. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so, so, so social media started in two thousand nine with the majority of, of teams in Europe, um, and and therefore it's it's getting ten years old. So therefore. We really should, should focus not anymore on, on posting out information. It's just about getting the engagement of right. the fans into the conversation. That's the key. And the majority, I think, where, where some of the uh, clubs in Africa really need to, to think new and differently is to really engage with the audience and, and provide the audience with content the audience likes and the audience wants to engage with. Oh, I love the fact that you've hit that particular nail.
0: What is it, though, Mario, from your thinking? Because I get frustrated where you find clubs on the continent, clubs in South Africa, that will just give you the bare minimum of what ultimately should be just information, engagement, maybe at times even being cheeky. But they just hardly ever utilize that space. Why do you think that is the case, especially on the continent here?
1: It's 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 pretty much the way the, the organizations have been structured, uh, Robert, because that's ultimately the, the real the real issue at yeah. the moment in time and, and many clubs in Europe have faced and still facing the same challenge because the digital responsibility and especially the management of social media relies with the media and communications department and that's the only cost center a club has. Mm. So ticketing earns money because they sell tickets, merchandising earns money, they sell merch. The team earns money because if they play well they get more TV money right. than the other so they do also cost a lot but in general marketing and sales they earn money through sponsors and media and communications department is the ones responsible for digital but is the cost center so it's kept small but for the digital transformation it's so crucial and therefore an, a new thinking needs to come in the digital transformation is taking place mm-hmm. and African sports shouldn't fall behind so that's why I'm here that's why I leverage to go through universities um, lecture very very intensively because it's the digital change is constant and if you if you don't act now and you don't become proactive you're really left behind you are going to get left behind and that's
0: the bottom line of that message but you find the conservative ones you find the ones who believe in the old school way of communicating you know something where uh, i don't know, you'll get the information days later i think we have the approach which we've had for many years on this show we we say to people get the news before it's history in the morning and that's what we've lived by because the news comes in now somebody that's why my phone is always in front of me you know i got something called the scorpions which deliver news that isn't even out there so when that news hits here i can interrupt our conversation and say mario listen there's a breaking news story just hang five let's take that caller on the line and let's deal with this breaking news story because that is the way things
1: should be. That's it? exactly how it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Everything is live. I mean, there's there's three items the, the audience is interested in. It's actuality, it's being relevant, right. and it's the value, they, the news brings. And as you probably know as a radio, I mean, the, the news duration is not, standing unless it's a critical explosive exclusive news then obviously it sticks for three four five hours or half a day but the general news is probably after an hour already yes. overrun so yeah it's but
0: uh, it is, it's crazy because we used to wait for publications and the newspaper would be something you read the entire day from page one to page last and in the meantime news is happening but that news is only going to be covered tomorrow like you say that the expiry time of a news item is within one hour and then you move on to something completely new.
1: Publishers and newspapers need to completely think, uh, rethink their approach because how do they do that? Because social media and sort of last night, I mean when you look into the results, I mean after after the first half it was just everything was discussed about Bayern Munich playing defensively very different and and, and, and Jürgen Klopp said that in that every scouting aspect was different. So Bayern Munich used that moment of surprise and obviously social media discussed exactly that moment that Bayern played completely different and had had that flexible adoption mode. Mm And so is the system and so needs to publish us because the actual conversation takes place at the moment in time when the game is happening and then maybe an hour or two or three later. So publishers the next morning need to think about more about the story. Why has the system changed? Why did buy and play differently? And not report about what we've seen already in the Mm -hmm. evening. That's already history. Because that's history. Exactly right.
0: And, but that's the fascination of it. I've always said, and, and you see it happening, you know, broadcasters, whether it's in Germany, bigger part of Europe, you see it with, with the NFL, uh, like we've had recently. Television remains a mainstay in terms of everything because a lot of people thought that everything is going to be minimized. Everything's going to be just here, your your handset that you have. Yeah, sure, a lot of people have it, but there is nothing like watching a game of football like here. I mean, you you, you can see what's going exactly. on here. There's a football match, Super Sports United and Pirates. Uh, it's 0-0. It's six minutes into the game. We can update our listener as it happens. If a goal is scored, we can tell them right now. There is just nothing like this. It happens in pubs and bars and restaurants right across. They still love that. And on the continent, the one thing that I've always found is that the discussion, the panel discussion on the African continent is still seen as the creme de la creme of the broadcast. People wait for halftime. They wait for post-match. They want to hear what those analysts have to say. Is that going to disappear anytime soon?
1: I don't think it will be because yeah. we, need the, we need the opinions. Yeah. But what you can see in the publishers and in the newspaper space is that the exclusivity of the news is much more becoming populistic because obviously the the, the business models are changing right. because their selling numbers going down, their attention rates going down, their click rates going down. So obviously… Bringing those opinions will give them and populistic headline, will give them attention where they sell their products. But ultimately, societies struggle with those very populistic messages. Mm-hmm. And, and football and sports in general has such a power in societies that it's so discussed about and uh, that the conversation is so led about. Therefore, I believe that the, the football organizers, especially the media officers, the media communication guys, they have a responsibility. because. Life through digital changes, the saturation of news is so overflowing that people just go onto their attention. And sports plays a significant amount on their attention. And therefore, they need to come up with their responsibility. They need to realize their responsibility. And, And we obviously see clubs on the continent when they are two zero behind, they stop communicating on Twitter <laughs> because they feel that they get a shitstorm and, and they're getting back <laughs> communication. So we we've we've seen it all. We monitor yeah. it and that's why I'm an analyst and, and that's why I say we can translate it and we can really assist uh, you to 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 improve absolutely
0: and and I appreciate that because just that insight that we discussed about television and the and the and the need for people to actually have People talk about the game. you got things like VAR. So if you don't understand what VAR is, although it was um, available for the games yesterday, it was not used. So it wasn't utilized in the main game, especially um, at Anfield. The people will not be any wiser because you don't know who will tell you the truth on social media because there are also just a lot of fake accounts that come through, fake and whatever Donald Trump calls it, uh, fake news is that you need that guidance. Sport is like a unique thing. In the same way that you talk about attention span, cricket, you know, from moving away from test matches and they're starting to shift them down, there's T20 now where boom, 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 an outcome. It's, it's, It's a fan spectacle. People on TV, people at the stadium, they love it and they move away, they talk about it. It is done, you move on to the next day. Is, is that how it is? I mean, luckily for football, it's only 90 minutes. Yes. <laughs> so we can stomach that country.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Indeed, you see many, many sports changing their, their, their regulations and their rules just yeah. to make relevance. But when you look into our children, and I think that's the most critical aspect, our children, my son is 16 years old. If you have not convinced him after 20 seconds to stick on that video, he will go after 25, 36 30 seconds, seconds. And that's really dangerous because they've... They just live on on their mobile. They 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 live and breathe news and updates, and they can consume it differently. But they have a very different approach, and it's scientifically proven that. Yeah, I'm I'm born 1971, so very very old guy, literally <laughs> in digital <laughs> worlds, a dinosaur. But um, look at how well versed you are in terms of that. It, thank you. It, it means yeah. that you you decided to
0: make a decision. Yeah to to be a abreast of everything else that was happening
1: and that's why we need the science and the lecture part into it because when i was young when i was 12 13 years old there wasn't mobile there wasn't smartphones there wasn't a lot of internet and my brain basically um, sh- shot out um, dopamine which is which is something the brain releases when it's when he's showing interest so i had about 70 to 80 per day oh, wow. dopamine shots but what do you think my son who is 15 how many dopamine shots he gets from his brain It's got to be quadruple that. It's got to be almost 2,000. And and it's so much noise. 90% is noise because we have kids' marketing today. We have kids' programs. We have so much special things for our kids that they get left, right, center, up, down, news everywhere. And we just need to help them basically put guidelines into it, mm. like on the motorway. Yeah? You've got a fast lane. You've got the, the middle lane. You've got the slow lane. And, and our kids need to learn that. And, and But we as the older generation, we're adopting to social media. We're making use of it. But we have to teach our children who will be much more social and much more digital we have to prepare them. And therefore, mm-hmm. Africa f- sports need to change because our kids are very, very differently and we need to involve them into the conversation.
0: I think early on, while well, I'm still reading stuff and, 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 and preparing for a conversation, the whole issue of the sudden loss of Facebook followers by major football clubs. Um, I mean, I don't know why it is a good thing and why Facebook should be seen as a highlights channel I mean what's your take on
1: that yeah I, we we should select the social media platforms based on the role they should fulfill, so Twitter is the live news channel. everything actual happens yeah that the eleventh minute and it's still goalless um, that's that's twitter that's yeah. the updates and then obviously, Facebook is the highlight channel because the algorithms are not in our control, and the less information we put out but the more relevant information put out the more people engage therefore it should be the highlight focus on it and it should be the halftime scores it should be the full-time scores it should be a coach statement so that the defense the can get engaged with it and then you've got Instagram Yes. Which is which is obviously very dominated on the mobile world. And and you know why it's such a young audience on Instagram compared yeah. to Facebook? Because the children looking for their playground. Because mom and dad and grandma and granddad occupy Facebook, so they need a different playground, and that playground is Instagram and therefore the tonality of the posting needs to be different. It can be casual, it can be engaging, it yeah. should be really fun that they can they so Instagram is the entertainment channel to entertain the audience because that's what the platform. Is doing about. But it's
0: also that same platform that presents a
1: false, fake life is Instagram? Potentially, yes, it can. Yeah. yeah, but therefore, therefore the quality is is so critical and therefore you mentioned the loss of users and the loss of followers. It actually is is actually Facebook and Instagram and Twitter doing those because obviously they, they screen their platforms right. and they, and they delete inactive accounts. They delete spam accounts where fake news are produced. So their quality improvement has significantly or drastically increased yes. over the recent uh, years. So who's lost the most? Lost the most? difficult i would say everybody lost about 10 to 15 percent in total it's just that the frequent that facebook made their first clearance at one day or in 48 hours in march 2016 and barcelona lost two million of those and just imagine the social media manager sort of scratching his head tears and sweat need to report to his manager sorry we've got two two million fans less but on the other hand he should be proud because these are two million fake accounts which are God. not there anymore and therefore the quality of the platform drastically improved so don't look the class being half empty look at the <laughs> class being half full and the opportunity you have and the messages you get out i was going to say i lost about
0: twenty five thousand. oh wow on twitter yeah wh- when they had the clean out amazing you know because one day i was like what on earth i, f- I first thought it was hacked uh, but then kind of read more and they said no 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 they've been clearing out a lot of these fake egg uh, type people that are there on your on your timeline uh, have been wiped out
1: because you're a, a very very interesting and and a, p- a person of public interest and therefore many people see what your opinions are to then lead your opinions to their fake news and then stipulate those mm. news and obviously that clearance is so critical and so important for the platform that your use uh, that your news stays with your news and 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 stays with you and and it's associated with you
0: what what about the potential of clubs charging players for content
1: I would actually turn it around and saying the club should should invoice players for content because the players cannot do selfies on the on, on the on the pitch and the club photographer and the club producers and the media communications uh, are really looking into that. Um, so actually we've, we've seen many many organizations and we've, we've, we've done it at Sunderland we've done it at Celtic where the players put in a small amount of fee but, but then the media and communications department hired a person just solely selecting content for the players and their social channels because ultimately the change what happened over the past two years, the fans follow the player more than they follow the club. That's so correct. therefore, if you transfer a player, you lose lots of followers because the, the rationale of the fans is very easy. Yes. The, f- the, the normal football player posts two or three times a week. Right. That's too little for the fan because if especially like when, when, oh, Juven- when, you, when, Juventus, when Juventus signed Cristiano Ronaldo, Re- Cristiano posted twice in these seven days. But Juventus posted every day, multiple times about Cristiano Ronaldo. So… The, the, the fans saw that the club fulfills their need and their desire for content. How is Cristiano Ronaldo getting integrated into Juventus? How, is, how are his first days? What is he doing? How is his medicals? So you're getting more and more behind the scenes insights. And that's what drives the fans to the clubs. And therefore, the stickiness of the player, obviously, is is key so you need to provide you need to involve it and we predict that when when sponsorship comes in and they are allocated from a club to a player that the sponsor says I want this dedicated player to run to activate my campaign that this that this player will be uh, will be uh, monetized as well so he will get a revenue share because obviously it's his his brand and his personality used so big business yeah unbelievable stuff. We're going to take a break now because
0: uh, we, we'll get some reaction. As I said, oh six oh five eight four double two five zero is our WhatsApp voice note number. Uh, so do send us your voice notes if you have any question. I just think that the conversation is intriguing. Uh, I'll try and find out as well uh, who is the most followed African football player on the continent. Yeah. And uh, KG Mukwale says, unfortunately, most teams in our Premier Soccer League are really not active. And I must say that many, including the players, still don't know how to use it to their advantage. So uh, that's part of what we're chatting about here. Uh, Siyabonga Zander says, everything that Mario is talking about is true. The world is changing. Technology is at a center stage. Social media is becoming our daily bread. And I hope that the bosses of sports are listening and they will start adapting. MSW. Hi, Rob. this Briggs here in Liverpool. Please ask Maria about these new trends of uh, broadcasting, like the game, the Carabao Cup, which will happen between Chelsea and Man City. It will be broadcast on the net. So does it think this trend of broadcasting live game on the net going to take over
1: from television? The years coming Bye. Thank you. Good show. Bye.
0: Thank you so much, indeed. Loving the reaction already. There, straightforward question there, Mario. Carabao Cup has got a lot of people frustrated because they can't do what we're doing, which is switch on the telly and it's there. Is that the future, though?
1: I, I fear it might be, mm-hmm. um, because because ultimately football has become such a such a force and such a power that. Public TV stations, linear classical TV stations might not be able to afford the TV licensing money, the the, the, the the governing body of football expect from the revenues. So obviously we know that Facebook has secured the La Liga rights in India, testing and, and broadcasting just for India exclusivity. Um, uh, exclusive the the La Liga games yeah. um, and also for Champions League that Facebook is testing in Latin America with certain games to broadcast it. Ultimately, I think the governing body like UEFA, FIFA, and and, and all the others they want obviously maximum reach of of their product, which is obviously the, the football uh, Champions League as as the example or La yeah. Liga. So yes, there is and uh, and and obviously. The, the, the advertisement money generated by reaching billions across the planet is obviously bigger than just the hundreds of thousands or the millions or the few millions at home. So the fear could be yeah that this that was in 2025, maybe 2022 starts to appear more and more mm-hmm. because the bigger leagues, they want to dominate. Uh, and obviously what but but the governing bodies like UEFA from a European perspective, which I am day-to-day in- into action, obviously they want competitive balances. Right. They, they want the competition to stick on. They want that the team number 18 can become champion yeah, on the pitch. And we see many European leagues, this is impossible. And even though the Premier League, which gets the biggest attention, the biggest reach, the biggest TV money, they have the luxury and the fantastic situation that seven teams can become champion. No other European league has that uniqueness. Yeah? In Germany, it's one or two, by yeah. an um, in france obviously we know the champion ESG. for the next years exactly yeah. and then in in la liga, in la liga we have barcelona. atletico possibly rival ring but yet again always falling behind barcelona or real madrid yeah so it becomes very predictable though now are other players more sexy
0: than they've ever been compared to clubs as well as leagues talk about the individuals
1: Poor. Oh, that's a very very challenging question. <laughs> it's it's depending. I mean, if if you if um, um, obviously they 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 know that they have a stage. Yeah. yeah that social media provides them with a stage, uh, and 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 obviously the, the media education uh, a young. Because, I mean, you need to look much deeper, I think. You need to look into the 13, 14, 15-year-old academy players. Yeah, sure. You had that conversation also earlier. Yeah, yeah. They're they educated abroad to be competitive and then come back because they know their roots. I mean, that's very, very important yeah. and very good. But But today, a a young player is scouted 14, 15, 16. And he is obviously a social media born and bred kind of, and he's used to it on day-to-day life. So he gets his media education from the organization. And I think what we shouldn't forget is that we have types yeah that that we have that we have but uh, that we have personalities in there who also say their opinion and not be just whitewashed and flat washed and just have their stereotype similar response oh yeah uh, what was not a good game today let's focus on next week so these yeah. kind of simple answers we want personalities behind the mic and personalities uh, are sexy on social media and therefore the person the, They make the, it sexy they make it sexy yeah. exactly
0: <laughs> I, mean, I look at a guy like neymar for example and I asked the question that has he now this is he, single single handedly, has he turned League N into a globally relevant league digitally? Because a lot of people say, ah, oh, well, League N, whatever. You
1: know. Ultimately you must say yes. Uh, because obviously you just need to look into the TV contracts the League R has closed in, in the in the various countries around the world. Five years ago, or three years ago, League R was was a was a, a league which was language driven. Western nice. Africa, northwestern Africa, parts in Asia, parts um, in 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 the, on the islands, and then and then obviously in France, Belgium, Luxembourg, kind of it, and that was that was it, um, and obviously then from a player perspective he he his objective is is yeah. to be the best player in the world so if you play for barcelona you want to be the best player in the world but you're number 3 or 4 in your own team yeah with messi and iniesta and and others behind obviously you need to get step out of the comfort zone go to liga develop the liga and and increase it yeah. and and we have another case which is very similar when you look at cristiano ronaldo i mean he could have had the comfort zone end of his career at real madrid and wouldn't need to do anything at all but he said i want to be a legend i want yeah. to win titles all over the place and just imagine juventus will win the champions league this season and who is it associated with just one person cristiano wow. ronaldo because juventus tried many years they failed in the final and there was just one Piece missing, and then he comes in. The team is performing. The team wins the, champ- the Champions League. Do you and They're going to win it. I, there's a certain hope, and I and I well, think and they
0: play tonight. So we'll watch them. How they play tonight. So watch them over the weekend. Ronaldo scored. You
1: he, he know, is back in form. Yeah, nineteen goals or something. So. He's delivering. I mean, and, and you can you, then you, people ask us, like, how can you spend so much money in a transfer of his player? Because ultimately it, it, it brings Juventus onto a very, very different sponsorship level, relevance level. Obviously, Ronaldo is opening his 300 million social media followers to Juventus. It's a huge bucket Juventus can grow over the next year. And like I said, Repeat if, that number again. 300 million <laughs> social media followers. <laughs>
0: unbelievable i mean just the weight of that is 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 crazy i was saying though okay give us a call with nine as you said we've been taking your numbers oh six oh five eight four double two five zero um any of your questions it's the most fascinating conversation and i think one that has been long overdue one that we are having we are learning and we are part of and we live every day so if he's rocking those numbers ronaldo internationally who's leading the fray in the continent of africa
1: it's Mohammed Salah yeah. and his performances at Liverpool. I mean, he's in the last twelve months. I think he gained like like sixteen million followers, and the majority of the, the vast majority of those, obviously, coming from Africa because he is the ambassador of of the continent. And it's fascinating to see his performances, and obviously, they're so much appreciated by by the fans um, on the continent.
0: So he's he's on what he's on some crazy numbers. Um
1: out is of about 42 million? Yeah, out of top of head, I would have said 42 to 45 yeah. million, yeah.
0: I think it's about 42 from, you know, the the last check I had um, was, was Mo Salah on the ro- around about 42 million, which is incredible. And I think the one that surprised me, maybe people might answer this, is that in the number two spot was D D A Drogba.
1: <laughs> yes. d d a Drogba absolutely yeah because it's it's the heroes yeah the people these are basically the 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 front runners of everything they are they are the the people children want to be like but a retired drogba. footballer though mario yeah i mean if
0: you if you look at it from that perspective we've got so many active african football players around the world like mo salah um sadio Mane, etc and you're thinking hmm dda drogba retired slots just below Mo Salah.
1: he's relevant that's that's the key he's relevant and 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 I uh, this morning I met with Kalusha Valiya yes. he said I told him it's like it's not it's not ending he still is that people people look up to he's still he's, he's still that personal footballer who's achieved such a such a glorious fantastic career and and he's he's that example, people want to be like him or like those. And JJ Okocha and Josef Jobo, all yeah. the all the old heroes, they, they are still relevant on social media. And people want to be like them because they went overseas, they took a big gamble, they made a fantastic career, they, they, they grow as personalities and came back and giving back to the football of Africa with their knowledge and their experiences and then then trying to become better. And I think that that wave needs to go just through every single piece of the sports industry and especially the football in Africa.
0: Because that's the big challenge again, Mario, because w- w- when you look at Mo Salah, sure, he leads on 42 million. Dede Drogba is there on 17 million um, in the digital space. Then Abu Tricker. Yeah. I mean, that for me almost made me fall off my chair <laughs> Samuel Eto, he was sitting right there where you were sitting this time last week that's where he was seated and he comes in at something like 13 million and then only the new age people of Pierre Emmerich Obama young and Mohammed Emery come through uh, Kevin Prince Boateng is only on seven and now I'm saying only on seven million. Seven is a lot but he was always seen as that star. And now that he's at Barca, you're thinking, boom, catapult, get into the double figures of millions, but it's not. Yeah.
1: Some some players obviously look for external help. Yeah, they're associated with agencies who yeah. create fantastic products uh, and fantastic content to the audience. And they obviously, they have a bigger frequency on posting. And the more you, you post as a player, obviously, the more you can stipulate your follower numbers because the fans are hungry and thirsty. For this kind of information, yeah they want to see Cristiano Ronaldo doing his hundred sit ups at seven thirty in the morning, and you will see that thousands will watch it if he would go if he would go facebook live so um, there 's they are such a such a high interest on those on those primary examples that mm-hmm. Um, I think Africa has got a much more potential in growth because when you look into Nigeria, yes. yeah, you've got 170 million people just in the population in, in the country or 145, something really huge number. And you know, and Yimba... The biggest football club in Nigeria—they've got a hundred thousand followers on all their social media channels. And Victor Moses alone brought two million to Chelsea when he signed for Chelsea. So, it's it's, it's we need to get that relevance right. Yeah. And I think therefore mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It's it's an educational part. We need to we need to help the universities to become more pragmatic to not not use science but become more pragmatic. We need to get the the people in the business at the moment running operations we need to get them quickly up to speed and it should be really an initiative and that's why i I called it from africa for africa because it's about local empowerment you have such a tremendous opportunity ahead and therefore it's it's the key to use it what's your next stop from here yeah Um, I'm going to watch on Saturday Orlando Pirates versus Amazulu. Uh, I'm going to stay here until Monday um, and um, then I'm going to go back to Frankfurt and um, I'm helping next week the UEFA um, because I'm a mentor for the UEFA program helping National Association to become better in digital and master and challenge the digital transformation.
0: All right. Somebody was saying that uh, this is CM. Zander says, please organize a workshop visit for Mario. Uh, He is at MarioLeo71. That's the one, right? That's my personal handle. That's your personal handle. Uh, Please organize a workshop visit for Mario to our so-called big teams. Their admin accounts are not energetic as other small teams administrators, such as the administrator of Cape Town City. So, I mean, I'll tell you a fair and... uh, which of the local ones you just need to keep an eye on uh, because we think they're very exciting and they need your attention. But I want to thank you so much, man. This has been, for me, the most enlightening, exciting conversation in an era where we need conversations like these, Mario.
1: It's, It's an incredible honor and such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Robert.
0: And do enjoy your stay. Look forward to that game. That you'll be watching. You'll tell us about your experience. (laughs) Thank you so much there. That is, as I said, you can follow him on social media at MarioLeo71. Uh, Make sure that you get your insight right there about following people. Uh, Join the Glanzito Superdrive broadcasting live from the Sand River Guesthouse in Ravonia on the 22nd of February uh, between 1500 and 1800 hours. Let's learn more about the only stars worth trusting uh, courtesy of the Tourism Grading Council of South Africa Radio 2000 Our Music Your Memories TGCSA The Only Stars Worth Trusting brought to you by South African Tourism. Thank you so much. We'll meet you again tomorrow.